0: Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, if you love ice cream, you'll be happy to know that Baskin-Robbins' Olympic flavor is back. What? It's the gold medal ribbon ice cream. Features creamy vanilla ice cream layered with rich chocolate. ...and striped with a golden caramel ribbon.
1: That's the kind that the, the athletes eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy the gallonful.
0: That's what you get if you win a gold medal. Right. You get some ice cream. Second, Chick-fil-A is close to becoming the fastest growing fast food restaurant in the entire USA. They just broke ground on their first location in Hawaii. And hmm. finally, in the world of food, Kev, your favorite Italian pasta dish just got a lot easier... Trader Joe's is now selling Keiko de Pepe pasta sauce with Pecorino. 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 Pecorino.
1: I like that (laughs) Italian food.
0: And Romano cheese and black pepper in a jar. So, you can pair it wow. with wha- whatever shaped mm. pasta you want.
1: They've been selling it frozen. Did you mm-hmm. know that? Yes, you had told yeah. us
0: about that. Yeah. But now, now it's if, you pasta, mm-hmm. if you want fusilli pasta, if you want panay, if you want angel hair, you can use whatever shape
1: you want. Yeah, angel hair would not be good with that. Really? It's so thick. Okay. Angel, it, would, it would just swallow it up.
0: What yeah. do you suggest?
1: Um, it's I forget what it's called. It's the spaghetti cut, but it's the thicker kind. Linguini. No, not linguini. It's round. A- and al it's,
0: fettuccine.
1: No. <laughs> I forget the name of it, but it's it's a thicker, it's a it's a more robust spaghetti.
0: Okay. i have never what heard you, of it.
1: That's what you want to go with. Okay yeah
0: (laughs) cooking with kevin and this is why we will
1: never have a cooking show (laughs) because of that
0: do you sometimes feel like ladies your purse is a bottomless pit (laughs) like when you finally do clean it out you're like oh my gosh that was in there and that one i was carrying that around your
1: high school id
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna talk about that next
1: I have to admit, you're talking about women and the purses they have that are bottomless pits. Mm -hmm. In our family, especially when the kids were little, it was on mom to bring everything. Like, oh, yeah. No, because she's got
0: the purse, and yeah. so mom. Yeah, everything you
1: from you got a Tic Put TikTok, this in my per- in your you purse. your purse, you got a Tic Tac. You got a, you got, a TikTok, you got, you got a pen. Mm-hmm. You, got a, you know, every it's like if if we were everyone, let's make a deal. You know, where they go, well, we're going to give five hundred dollars to whoever has seven rubber bands. Mm-hmm. Try seven rubber bands, come on, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, my husband does it to me. He's not even yeah. my kid. He's there my husband, yeah. and he's like, we hey, I want to bring my glasses in case my contacts start to bother me. Can you yes. put it in your purse? I'm I do like, that
1: going to games. Fine. Does he do that? Do you go into games? Like, hey, can you put this in your bag?
0: Always. So, this, uh, you never know what you're going to find in the bottom of your purse. And there was a mom. um, She lives in Maryland, your home state, Ah, Kev. And she happens to be a Uber Eats driver. So, you can imagine how hard she works as a mom of five. And she realized that she had in the bottom of her purse for two weeks a winning lottery ticket. No kidding. And she was sitting there just (laughs) waiting for her next job. (laughs) And she, like, starts digging around in her purse. She's just killing time. And she's like, oh, I forgot I had this scratch-off ticket. She scratches it off. $250,000. No kidding! And she's smart enough to remain anonymous, but I love what she's having everyone (laughs) call her they're like she's like just all you need to know is call me grateful mom that's me (laughs) and she plans on using the winnings to settle some bills provide financial support to her kids and maybe Mm. put down a down payment on a house because she's been renting Mm. but you never know dig around your purse ladies you might find (laughs) treasure (laughs) do you have teens or tweens in your family coming up something they're feeling but they probably aren't telling you mom and dad Heads up if you have teens or tweens in your family. There's something going on that they probably won't tell you about. They're lonely and they want your help. Now, this is knowledge coming from a therapist who's been working with this age group for years. Your kids may seem engaged with their friends in person or on social media, but there is an epidemic of loneliness among tweens and teens. Hmm and they your kids need you to check in on them often make sure they are engaged with peers through groups clubs or sports i recommend for me the lifeline of my life was my youth group at church like Mm. i don't know what i would have done without it and um i'm told that reliance on occasional get-togethers and online connections don't fulfill your kids social needs so you've got to just, you know, and even if they're just shutting you out, shutting you out, you just got to keep trying, according to this therapist. And they need you to let them just be the kid once in a while, like just, you know, because they're they're developing. They still have a long way to go.
1: I wonder if uh, it was exasperated by COVID. Oh, definitely been through in the last big time year, year and a half.
0: Do you love a good romantic story? I thought this was so sweet. There's a lady named Shannon. And she always dreamed of meeting Mr. Wright. She couldn't wait to be a bride, get married, have a husband. And it took a while. And she finally met the sweetest guy named Don. So Shannon and Don are planning their wedding. And they're picking out the dress and the tux and the catering and everything. Well, one of the things that Shannon always dreamed of as a little girl was uh, her first dance with her daddy. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Shannon's dad passed away from cancer while they were in the midst of the wedding plans. Mm-hmm. And so her husband, Don, they just got married. They're at the reception. It's time for all the special dances. And he surprised her. And he had had a special T-shirt made. And he has his back to her. He, th- he throws the T-shirt on over his tuxedo. Mm-hmm. And it says, Will you please dance with me? And he turns around and it's a giant photo of Shannon's dad. Mm. And they danced to their song, Shannon wow. and her dad's song. Mm. And he was just trying to acknowledge to her how much she missed her dad and how much wow. he wishes she could have that moment. So they kind of did it vicariously Not with a dry the top of the t shirt. Oh, sure. oh my yes. Gosh. Gotta have a. Hopefully, he was smart enough to plan a makeup redo after <laughs> that for his bride. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I love people that are so clever and creative at responding at the judges and the haters with humor, Mm -hmm. because it's just so great. It's so funny. So there's this mom and I've got to paint the picture for you. She is looking like a night out on the town. She is got her hair done. Mm -hmm. Her makeup is perfect. Her nails are done. She looks stunning. And this is what she has to say to the haters.
1: Alright, so for everyone who says your life is over when you start having kids, um, it is 10 a.m. on a Tuesday,
0: and we are on our way to a concert. So So there, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday going to a concert. Her life is not over as no. having kids. They were on their way to a concert with their kids. Baby, yeah,
1: good, good.
0: It was a <laughs> good, 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 baby, baby shark concert. Good, 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 <laughs>
1: Can you imagine sitting
0: through an entire Baby Shark concert?
1: Oh, I've been there. Not Baby Shark, but other stuff, yeah. And
0: I loved how she owned her comedic effect. Like She looked like she was ready for a night out of town. Most moms would throw their hair in a ponytail, grab some shorts and some... Nice tennies that's comfy and run to the Baby Shark concert. But she looked like a million
1: bucks. Not her. She's like, hey, at what point during the Baby Shark concert do we hold up our lighters? (laughs) (laughs) You ever buy something for a Home Fix-It project and you know, oh, that's going to be sitting for a while. You bought the stuff to Mm -hmm. do the project. Oh, for sure. But you know, for we're not getting to that for a while. That's happening to us right now with something we bought yesterday. Tell you what the project is and why. It's legit going to be delayed for a while next. So have you ever bought something um for a home fix it project and you know we're not getting to that for a while. Oh yeah. You definitely. buy it and you know it's just going to take up space in your garage for a while because you just either you can't get to it. Here's what's happening with us. For me, um,
0: I usually have the best of attentions, but <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what's happening with us. Uh our laundry room area which is just off of our kitchen, uh Tracy has noticed for uh, a while now that the it has like a I don't know what you call that flooring. It's like one piece vinyl or something. It's, it's called vinyl. Is that what it's always called. It's coming away. It's starting to pull away from the mm-hmm. the wall in certain spots. And she's like, "We got to take care of. It. We got to. It's not only an eyesore, but you know, if it gets wet in there, that could be a problem on the mm-hmm. floor. We, we have to take care of that. Yeah. Okay. So what do we want to do? Well, uh, I don't know how to put down tile. I don't know how to put down flooring. Um, which means we've got to find someone. Uh, handyman or contractor, or whatever, to do it. And we've got like four or five different things to do. So, anyhow, she found this tile that she loves. She wants to put tile down and it was on sale. So, we went and we bought 10 crates of this tile yesterday. We don't have a handyman to put it down. And you and I have talked about this off the air. It's like impossible to find a contractor slash handyman that can do professional level work on a whole bunch of things. Um, They're so busy. Yeah, everyone's nesting. Everyone's booked like crazy. Mm -hmm. And when you do find somebody, oh, I'll be by on Tuesday. Tuesday passes, Wednesday passes. Then they text and go, oh, hey, sorry, I didn't come by. You know, they're unreliable. It's like, how do you find somebody to do these projects that are beyond your skill set? We've got like four or five different things. We've got like a a sheetrock thing that needs to be taken care of, the floor that needs to be taken care of, like four or five different things that are beyond my skill level. It's the kind of thing, if I tried it, it would look worse It'd be wor- having a, a hole in the wall in the garage. It'd look worse if I tried to patch it. So
0: where are you going to keep all this tile?
1: Oh, it's in the garage right now. Ten, case, ten cases of this stuff sitting in my garage wow. was, with no hope <laughs> right now until we find
0: you know, let's somebody just hope that's Tracy's a contractor still, slash
1: handyman type person.
0: Let's hope Tracy still loves the tile once you finally found someone to put
1: it down. <laughs> right. <She's> like, ah, <laughs>
0: second thought... <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be, should we, that's so 2021, it's now 2030 <laughs> by the time we, we find somebody that can do it. But man, the struggle is real. And no, I'm not going to go on YouTube and learn how to do it myself. Absolutely not.
0: When you're expecting your first baby or your second baby, there's there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of, is it going to be a boy or a girl? Uh, when is the baby going to come? Are we going to be able to do natural birth? And this couple was going through all those feelings and wait till you hear what happened next. If you're a mom or a dad, do you remember that feeling, the excitement when you went in for your very first ultrasound? You're like, oh! We're, we're going to see on the screen our baby that's mm-hmm. being developed right now. And there's a couple from Oklahoma. They went through that. They had a little boy already, a little two-year-old named Wyatt. And they were like, wouldn't it be so cool to have a baby girl? And so they go in for the very first sonogram. And they're she's laying on the table. And they get out the, the cream. And they start moving around. And they're like, wait a minute there's more than one heartbeat here. (laughs) Surprise! There's two.
1: And then they keep doing it, and they're like,
0: there's three heartbeats! No kidding! And there was no fertility treatments or anything, and mom gave birth to a very rare set of Identical triplets. Wow! I'm so fascinated because my sisters are identical twins, and my nephews are my sister who is an identical twin gave birth to identical twin no boys. Kidding. But these are identical triplets, triplets, and they got not just one girl but three girls. <laughs> and so Wyatt has three baby sisters. So they went from a family of three to a family of six Four kids, like yeah. that. And uh, what's wild is what they're having to do right now. Is they've got little bracelets on their ankles that are different colors with their initials, <laughs> because they don't know how else to tell them tell apart. Them apart. <laughs> and you wonder, like they'll never know if this ever happens. But did uh, they didn't reveal the names of the little girls? But let's say one of one is Sally and one is Susie and one is Sarah, like. What if Sarah becomes Susie for the rest of her life because they mix them up on accident when they're babies? <laughs> so fascinating to me. I remember, I'll never forget when my one little sister—it's uh, their their names are Rhoda and Esther. My mom's very proud. One from the Old Testament, one from the New, and uh, she goes, "Mom, mommy." When are we going to stop being twins? (laughs) How do you tell a little four-year-old,
1: never? Uh, Never, right? That's that's it. This is life.
0: Have you developed any bad habits lately? 60% of adults say they're trying to break unhealthy habits they developed during the pandemic. Hmm. Uh, This is more than being on a Zoom call wearing pajama bottoms. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, We've picked up bad habits like binge-watching shows Way too much screen time, poor eating habits, drinking too much, and either sleeping too much or too little. Hmm. One of the biggest healthy habits we did develop during the pandemic, being better connected with family and friends. So that's the upside. Yeah. The downside is we're like sitting around in our PJs, eating our favorite snacks and binge-watching shows.
1: Even the upside, that being connected with family and friends you were forced to be connected with family because everybody You're
0: immediate, yeah. everyone
1: was staying home. So that, that's an upside-ended downside, <laughs> depending on how well y'all got along in that extreme confinement.
0: Have you ever needed help from a stranger? These Good oh, Samaritans, yeah. including a pastor, jumped into action during an emergency. People driving near the Georgia State football stadium in Atlanta noticed a truck going really slow, and they're like... What is wrong? Why are they going so slow? And they got up next to it. There was a man slumped over the steering wheel. He had passed out. The truck eventually stopped, and Pastor Tucker had just come from preaching at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, and his friend, Davian Taylor, is the associate minister at Welcome Friend Baptist Church. They jumped in, and they broke the truck window. Mm. And they were able to get him out and start helping him while they called 911. Wow. And another one got his phone. I don't know how they got into it, but they called his wife Uh and explained to her, okay, here's what's happening, and here's the hospital they're taking your husband to. And he's going to be in the hospital a couple days, but he's going to survive thanks to these guys. Man, they're like superheroes. Yeah. That's cool. Kev, I've talked to so many moms lately whose kids are about to uh, embark on a first like first day of kindergarten hmm. or first day of middle school. There is a oh. lot of angst and anxiety with these moms. Yeah. And I, as a non-mom, I'm looking for ways to encourage them. And I thought other moms who've who've maybe had a nugget of wisdom could share that with these moms. Like, how do you get through it? That separation from your kid and the nervousness. Like When they go off to college, all those emotions have. I have so many moms in my life right now that are feeling that anxiety, that stress that moms feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you feel like your job as a mom is to be a professional worrier as their kids go off to to do these first. Like. Uh, My niece is starting her first day of high school, and I think I'm the one who's more anxious than she is. I'm like, oh, please let her make friends. Please help her not to be shy. You know, that whole thing. Don't want her to get sick. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have another friend that her daughter is going to be a senior in high school, but because she's been home all year, she still feels like a sophomore. Mm. She was home for her junior year. Okay, And the... like the tears that come with these friends in my life, like all I can say is like one more year before she was a college and like their voices just break. And other than, you know, telling them about favorite verses like Philippians four, six through seven, where it says, don't be anxious about everything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your requests for, to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Other than maybe texting them a verse or two, I feel like I'm out of I'm out of ideas <laughs> to encourage these moms with all this stress that's on their shoulders right now hmm. when it comes to their kids.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's real. It's yeah. real. It's, it's, the, the, un, it's the, the unknown. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what do you do? when you're feeling that anxiety about your kids and they have these big milestone firsts. Heck, forget milestone firsts every year when it's the first day of school, right? But how about you? How do you deal with that anxiety, mom? How do you handle that that stress of your kids doing those things for the first day of high school, first day of kindergarten, whatever?
0: Brittany, you've got three kids and a lot of landmarks coming up. How are you feeling about it all? It's a little bit intimidating. Um, I've got my oldest daughter starting sixth grade my middle child starting kindergarten and then my baby turns on. So there is so many emotions
1: <laughs> running through this
0: mama. Uh, what helps you like when, when you're in a, having a good moment, what helps you? Is it like just prayer time and things like that, or what gets you through? My sixth grader worries me, and we just tell her, you know, to make sure that she would make choices that make the Lord happy, mm. and we read our Bible, and we just pray with her, and I think she'll be okay, but it's still a little unnerving because we know how peer pressure is. Yeah, yes. my, uh,
1: my wife, every time our daughters would leave the house from, as long as I can remember, she would say to them as they walked out the door, make good decisions. <laughs> I mean, yes, every yes, time. Yes.
0: Well, I'll be praying for you, Brittany, and your kids. Thanks for sharing your life with us.
1: Hey, Christy, we're talking about that anxiety that moms can feel when, you know, you have your first, first day of kindergarten, first day of middle school. Have you been there?
0: Uh, Yes, it was when I took my first to college and um, dropped her off at the dorm. Um, Didn't really shed any tears until I got home. And when I got home, she had written me the sweetest note, it still makes me tear up to think about it today, just telling me how much she appreciated me and that she loved me and everything that she had done for me and how or I had done for her and just how she knew that um, she was going to do great because of everything that we had instilled in her.
1: So yeah, it was really cool.
0: What a treasure. So what advice do you have for moms that are feeling all kinds of anxiety about their kids leaving? Well, I would say that... um As a mom, your job is to help your kids to grow up to be independent. So like you were saying, Taylor, just claim those verses and continue to pray over your kids and know that you've done your job and just you have to trust in the Lord. Yeah. The only
1: Mm -hmm. problem with uh, that praying for them to become independent is that they do and then they leave you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is very true. I wanted you to be able to do it. I didn't want you to actually do
1: it. I wanted you to a yeah, lot next story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, wow. Well, thanks for yep, sharing that so, bit of your life with us. Yeah, we really thanks, appreciate Christy, you. Yeah, Christy.
0: Take care. Okay, thank you. Y'all have a great day. So are you in the mood for a good love story today? I have a really sweet one yeah, to tell you. It. And it happens to be people I know. And it's the story of Ron and Dorothy. They met in high school. And uh, he just thought she was something. She was a cheerleader. And he... She caught his eye right away, even though she had dated his younger brother. What? (laughs) Well, gone out on a date, I guess I should say. That
1: escalated fast. Yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, they fell in love so fast and hard, they wanted to get married. But Dorothy's mother said, oh no, you have to be at least... Nineteen before <laughs> wow. you can get married. So they set a wedding date the day after her nineteenth birthday. Huh. That's when they chose to tie the knot. No kidding. And um, I'm talking about my in-laws, Ron and Dorothy. Oh, Glenn's, Glenn's mom parents. And dad. Yeah, today is their anniversary, and it's the sweetest thing. He, um, you know, because her birthday, it's right there. It's like all this festivity together.
1: Yeah.
0: She, he got up in front of their Sunday school class and did like a tribute it was like disguised as a prayer request but it was basically a tribute to his wife Aww. and she was so touched by the pda public display <laughs> of affection <laughs> she loved it highlight Aww. of her birthday but they've been through a lot together it hasn't I mean, been that just, that just happened yeah oh, that wow. just happened and Man. it hasn't been all like romance and roses i mean they've been through a lot like he um put himself through dental school by becoming a florist like he worked at a floral uh mm. place and uh, someone burned their house down when Glenn was about to start first grade. Like, everything was gone. Wow. Everything. Hmm. And there's a few p- charred photos we have that survived the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they tragically lost their middle daughter. Hmm. Um, it, just a horrific accident. She fell down the stairs in a shopping mall. And yet, their faith has been so strong through the whole thing. Wow. And they're still madly in love all these years later. They have their little moments. They have their little spats. Everybody does. But they are so in love. And so I just thought it was such a sweet love story. I couldn't resist telling you. Coming up, can you picture yourself donating one of your kidneys to someone? Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Can you picture yourself donating one of your kidneys to someone? I just heard a PSA the other day where you can get tested to see if you're a match. Uh, Check out this generous act of love. An Israeli woman, who is a kindergarten teacher, decided to celebrate her 50th birthday by donating one of her kidneys to a complete stranger.
1: That's cool.
0: Her grandfather survived the Holocaust and, thanks to his example, wants her life to have purpose and meaning, so she gave her kidney to a three-year-old Palestinian boy from the Gaza Strip. This is an Mm -hmm. Israeli woman. Wow. And it's so tense. She, um, till the story comes out, she hasn't told her family. They already weren't happy with her donating her kidney to begin with. Wow. And then when they would find it was going to a Palestinian boy, Mm. she thought, oh, best keep that to myself. Her hope and dream is that if more people do what she did, there won't be any reason left to fight over there and there'll be peace.
1: Wow. Isn't
0: that amazing, woman? Setting the example for the rest of us.
1: Little steps like that can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Are you or someone you know getting married soon? Coming up, why they may have sticker shock. Are you or somebody you know getting married soon? First, congratulations to you. Second, as you start to plan the ceremony and the reception, uh, you may have sticker shock. Shock. Uh, Marriage madness across the USA has wedding costs soaring. It's all a matter of supply and demand. Hmm. So many people are finally getting married after postponing weddings for a year that everything from tuxedos to bridal gowns to reception venues have upped their prices. Marriages are expected to jump 50% this year. So, what can you do to save money? A winter wedding is a big way to cut costs. Uh, the challenge is with the Delta variant and things constantly changing with the pandemic, couples are rushing to get married ASAP. <laughs> and I've been meaning to tell you, Kat, because you and your wife, Tracy, love vacationing in Las Vegas. Vegas, their multi-billion dollar wedding business has rebounded. They've been having 350 weddings a day since June.
1: No kidding. In Vegas. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I rush to the altar. I guess
1: there's a lot of wedding chapels and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, if you wanted to if you wanted to get married by Elvis... <laughs> he a, might be booked. ...or a waiting list, or... Well, you can have the really good Elvis or the kind of okay Elvis. <laughs> He's available. Which one do you want?
0: <laughs> Are you trying to get healthy? Maybe you should make a deal with your kids. That's what Josh Gretz did He got busy with his career and being a dad to three kids. And as he was getting ready to turn 37 years old, he faced the fact that he had grown to 350 pounds. So he made a deal with his three kids. He would put money in a bank account for vacation, and every day they did not exercise for at least 20 minutes. He would take money out of the fund. So the whole family Hmm. did it together. Some motivation. And suddenly, Gretz had a cheering section encouraging him (laughs) to exercise. He bought an elliptical, and man, first workout was rough. Yeah. And uh, Matt loves to cook, so he started making way more vegetables so he could eat more and still feel full. Okay. And uh, just eating healthier overall. That was two years ago. He's since become a runner, loves 5Ks, 10Ks, and marathons, and he lost 190 pounds.
1: And the kids are going to Disney! Probably, they've gone several times by now.
0: Uh, He weighs 160 pounds now after all that hard work and eating healthy.
1: No kidding.